Well, it feels like this reading, these readings that the church gives us today, it hits us in a little bit of a different light than maybe last time we came across these readings or other times, because we've been living in a world with a pandemic the last year. So we think about uh, certain things that have prepared us to be open for the spirit to work in our mind. You know, if you have COVID, you've got to be away from the community for a little while. You've got to quarantine. You've got to isolate and, until you're better. You know, imagine a type of situation where someone just came up to you and was like, hey, how you doing? I've got COVID. You're like, whoa, six feet. Back away a little bit, please. Great. And we might think like, okay, I kind of get this whole, this whole illness thing. But leprosy, leprosy is at a whole different level. It is a bad, it's bad news. You do not want COVID, but you certainly do not want to have leprosy. I'll, I'll save you from the sort of gory details but it was not fun. And it was really, like, it wasn't 14 days. Like, if you had this, as it said in that first reading, you were ostracized from the community. You had to be away from everyone. And if anyone, if you came near, you had to start shouting, you know, I'm unclean, I'm unclean. Imagine how hard that would have been. We've all kind of experienced isolation in this last year. Um, but this is a whole different level. It was a death sentence. It changed your life. So when we come to the gospel and we see this man, he comes to our Lord, like that is a really bold move. He comes up to the Lord and he could have very much expected that Christ could have been like, whoa, back away, man. Do not, do not come near me. But that's not what happens. But still, that initial going to our Lord, that was, that was probably not something easy. Think of all the times that he would have gone near someone and they'd be like, whoa, go away, go away, go away. But he had that boldness. He goes to our Lord and says, Lord, make me clean. And what an interesting word there, make me clean. It's not heal me. It's not get this affliction away, but make me clean. And as it said in the first reading, you were unclean if you had this. That's why they had to say it. And part of, the, part of the aspect of that is not only could you not live with everyone else in community, but you weren't able to worship. You weren't able to go into the synagogue. So we start to see part of the desire of his heart. He wants to worship. He wants to praise God. He wants to participate fully in the liturgy. And that's his prayer. That's his desire. And our Lord is moved with pity. He touches him. You think of how, you know, it, it, it destroys who you are, your skin, all those things. And our Lord touches him and he heals him immediately. And he says, go to the priests. Go to the priests and do what Moses prescribed. And what that would have been is you would have taken two doves and you would have sacrificed one. And then you would have taken the sacrificed dove and dipped the one in that blood and then you would have sent it free. Which at first you're kind of like, that's a little weird, that's a little gross. But if you start to let it reflect on what happens with us, it's this beautiful image kind of talking about the crucifixion and what we do and reconciliation. And then you know after this, he's able to be a part of the community. He's welcomed back in and he can worship. He can live a normal life honoring God. And what's interesting here is what happens to Jesus. Jesus, who's in the towns, he's preaching. Once he goes and tells everyone, he's mobbed by people. 
and he has to go out and be deserted. So we have a man who is sick, with leprosy, ostracized, he's healed, and he comes and lives with everyone again. And Christ, who's in the town, heals this man, and because of that, is, takes on being ostracized, takes on that, that cross. And we start to think about these things as we enter into the season of Lent here in a few days. And really the first and foremost thing is that we all need to repent. We're all sinners. And it's not that God, uh, you know, puts us down, but he's saying, come to me. Be bold. Bring me your illness. Bring me your sickness. Bring me those barriers that is keeping me from loving you, and I will heal them. You know, in a real serious way, and that same spirit of being able to participate in the liturgy, you know, we teach as Catholics that if we have grave sin on our soul, we shouldn't be receiving communion because our soul is not in a state to be able to receive our Lord. And I think that this is something that we all need to pray about a little bit more. Like, what is the state of my soul? Is there something going on in my life that I'm unclean? And the Lord says, I don't care about that. But you need to be bold and to go forward and to be healed in order to be able to fully participate. So that's the first thing, brothers and sisters. As we get closer to the season of repentance, go to confession. Go to confession and let the Lord heal you. Let the Lord and in the blood of the cross, allow yourself to be covered by his grace, allow that sin to be removed and to be free. It's a beautiful thing. And then also, you know, in Lent, this repentance helps us, aided by what the church tells us, to have prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And these things, you know, we kind of do every year, but I want to spend a little bit of all three of these to kind of say, how can we meditate on different ways to make this Lent the best Lent of our life? You know, prayer, it's very important. Prayer is having a relationship, a friendship with God, which I hope we all want. But if we're not praying every day, it's not much of a friendship if you're not talking to them. And God wants to talk to us every day. And some people are like, you know what, prayer, prayer is not exactly my thing. I'm not, I'm not like a prayer. And that's like food. If someone's like, food's not really my thing, I would ask them, okay, like, well, what have you been eating? Well, like artichokes and eggplants. That's the food that I've dabbled in. It's like, there's a lot of food out there. You should try a taco or a good plate of pasta or so many different things. And then a part of that universality of what Catholic means that there's so many different types of prayer that there's, there's no way that we've exhausted it. So start to think about a different way of prayer that you can implement into your life. Start to think about maybe praying the rosary or divine mercy chaplet. Maybe it's going to the stations of the cross. And I can't even cover all the different types of prayer. So as always, you know, if you have a question like this, like, Father, I would like to know what type of prayer that you suggest. You know, you can write an email and you can send it to Father Jack and he would be happy <laughs> to answer this question for you. And then there's fasting. I think if you ask most people, Catholics, what is it uh, that Catholics do in Lent? It's like, well, they, they take 40 days and they give up chocolate. 
I mean, that's great. But really, brothers and sisters, I would challenge you this Lent not to give up chocolate, but to give up something that is keeping you from being a better person. Take something away from your life that is detracting from you being the best daughter, the best son of God that you can be. And my, my safe assumption here is that none of you have a, an abnormally unhealthy relationship with chocolate. So you, you can have chocolate during Lent. But like, this is what I'm going to be doing. Uh, you get to see me on Sundays. You get to see energetic Father Claydar. I'm, I'm well-rested on Sundays, and I'm well-caffeinated, and I'm just so excited that all of you have chosen to come see me on Sunday morning. Or maybe it's Jesus, but one of us, you've definitely come, you've come to see. But I'm not, I'm not a morning person. This is against my personality. So like, ask anybody who goes to daily mass during the week, and I am usually just like, oh my gosh, I'm trying, man, I'm here, my hair is all in a mess, and I just, I'm not a morning person. So what the Lord has put on my heart, I said I need to get up an hour earlier and either use that time to pray or maybe to work out a little bit just to get ready for the day so that I'm ready for that, which means I need to go to bed an hour earlier. So I'm taking something out of my life that is keeping me from being a better Father Claydar for, for all of you. So I'd invite you to pray about, you know, what's one area, I'm pretty sure you can probably think of one or two things, that you need to remove from your life so that you can be a better person. And thirdly, almsgiving, right? It's a beautiful thing to give. This is a very generous parish, and I'm often blown away by how generous we are. But as charity goes, it can be pretty easy just to write a check and then be like, all right, that feels pretty good, I'm giving. And I totally get that that's a beautiful thing. Money is hard-earned, and, and to give that is, is extremely generous. But often with time comes charity. And, and as this person experiences in the gospel, this, this being ostracized from the community, that isolation, I think a lot of us have felt that isolation this last year. So to give of your time, your quality time, either to your family or to your loved ones by calling them or visiting them or, or the people that God puts in your life, just like taking that time of acknowledging them and, and, and bringing them into the, into the family of the body of Christ. And that can be a really beautiful way to help people during this time in which they're feeling isolation. So, so think about how you can pray this Lent. Think about how you can remove something from your life and think about how you can give your time. Brothers and sisters, the Lord wants to heal us. This all starts with repentance. So as we receive communion today, let's pray about these things so that through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, the Lord can make this Lent the best Lent of our life.